What's up, everybody, and welcome to ITG Daily, the show that brings you the hottest in gaming news each and every day. I'm Drew Bosley, that's Scott Savage, and you can join us every Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern as we live stream the ITG Gamecast. That's right, to all of our YouTube members, you can join us live, join in the conversation for only $4.99. But if you don't want to help us out there, that's okay. You can help us out by a week later by watching the podcast, subscribing, sharing, and all that good stuff, of course. But Scott, let's get into the good stuff that's happening on today's show. What's going on? Today we're going to talk about a monumental business deal again. This is Disney buying a $1.5 billion stake in Epic Games, the marrying of two giants. (laughs) FTC has issued a federal complaint against Microsoft for the Blizzard acquisition deal. Oh, that's a big one. Never ends. And Marvel's Spider-Man 2 has an update announced, and we're wondering what that's going to be. Yeah, so many questions are revolving around that one. Dude, right now on the dock for ITG are a ton of games. We just got codes for. You ready for this? Oh, one I don't. One's redacted. I'm not going to talk about that one because I don't think I can. But we did get <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad, we're working on right now. We are also working on Skull and Bones. And then Helldivers 2, plus a redacted that I am not able to talk about just yet. It is a hot season already over here. February's just started. Man, there's so many things in the works. It is nuts. But it is a ton of fun. There's a lot to talk about. So everybody should definitely be waiting with bated breath for our conversation to carry forward. But let's carry it on into what Disney's up to as they're joining Epic. Scott, this is huge. Epic... And Fortnite, my friend, are unstoppable. This dropped yesterday, and I thought, you've got to be kidding me. Like, what can they not do? <laughs> I think is an easier question at this point, right? <laughs> Disney and Epic Games to create expansive and open games and entertainment universe connected to Fortnite. Official Disney statement. This comes from WaltDisney.com. The Walt Disney Company and Epic Games will collaborate on an all-new games and entertainment universe that will further expand the reach of beloved Disney stories and experiences. Disney will also invest $1.5 billion to acquire an equity stake in Epic Games alongside the multi-year project. The transaction is subject to customary closing conditions, including regulatory approvals. In addition to being a world-class games experience and interoperating with Fortnite, the new persistent universe will offer a multitude of opportunities for consumers to play, watch, shop, and engage with content, characters, and stories from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. Dude, I just got goosebumps. Like this, (laughs) when you think of the metaverse, here it is. This is it. I don't think there's anything i don't care if you're in vr if you're on meta if you're on i don't it doesn't matter you want one procedural world that everybody lives in dude it's fortnite just straight up it is that is the closest one right the only two that uh companies i could see pairing together bigger than this would be fortnite and roblox if they somehow collaborated on a world together there is but this brings the movie side to video games even more directly Thus, players, gamers, and fans will be able to create their own stories and experiences, express their fandom in a distinctly Disney way, and share content with each other in ways that they love. 
This will be all powered by Unreal Engine. Quote, Our exciting new relationship with Epic Games will bring together Disney's beloved brands and franchises with hugely popular, popular Fortnite in transformational new games and entertainment universes. End quote. Said Robert Eager, the chief executive officer of the Walt Disney Company. Quote, This marks Disney's biggest entry ever into the world of games and offers significant opportunities for growth and expansion. We can't wait for fans to experience the Disney stories and worlds they love in groundbreaking new ways. End quote. Quote, Disney's one of the first companies to believe in the potential of bringing their worlds together with ours in Fortnite. And they use Unreal Engine across their portfolio. End quote, said Tim Sweeney, CEO and founder, Epic Games. Quote, now we're collaborating in something entirely new to build a persistent, open, interoperable ecosystem that will bring together the Disney and Fortnite communities. End quote. Scott, dude, this is unstoppable, unbelievable, and just astonishing to see how big Fortnite has become. Dude, there was once upon a time, Fortnite was tanking. You know why? That was before Battle Royale, and it was they're just there. I can't even remember what it was called now at this point, but I played oh, it. Oh, save the world! Thank you. Yes. So Fortnite saved the world, <laughs> and then they're like, "Hey, you know this? This there's this little game taking off. It's called PUBG. We should do that." And now look at where mm-hmm. they've become. Right? It has been what? What a journey! What a vision! And now with Unreal Engine Fortnite involved, dude, this is at a whole other level. Quote. This will enable us to bring together our incredible collection of stories and experiences from across the company for a broad audience in in ways we have only dreamed of before, end quote, said Josh DeMauro, the chairman of Disney Experiences, quote, Epic Games Industry leading technology and Fortnite open ecosystem will help us reach consumers where they are so that we can engage with Disney, so they can engage with Disney in the ways that are most relevant to them. End quote. Disney and Epic Games have engaged hundreds of millions of players through Fortnite content integrations, season collaborations, in-game activations, and live events, including the Marvel Nexus War with Galactus, which drew more than 15.3 million concurrent players. Dude, I- that is just a ginormous <laughs> number. That's a lot more players than this. The population of some European countries all in one place watching one event. This is definitely the meeting of two ginormous worlds. I'm wondering, is this where we're going to get the next Star Wars experience? I really didn't like those movies, so maybe there's some sort of collaboration between Fortnite. What am I going to be able to watch play out in real time, I think? Yeah, Unreal Engine is used to produce assets and content across the Disney portfolio, including the development of video games like Kingdom Hearts 3 and Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the cinematic editing and animation for film and streaming, and in the creation of more than 15 Disney Park attractions like the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, This all builds on Epic Games' participation in the 2017 Disney Accelerator Program, which seeks to impact the future of technology and entertainment. When it comes to games industry growth and Disney game success, the digital world is growing and evolving more than 3 billion video game players worldwide who want to move safely and seamlessly between the worlds they love, unleash their own creativity, 
experience great gameplay scott this is the now this is where you get into dude what are we watching what are we playing what kind of games are we getting right now fortnite has fortnite everything looks like fortnite they have unreal engine fortnite and the difference where i'm seeing is when you get into a game and we see actually a lot of developers too i've seen some high level the devs go from their AAA spaces go to a small studio just to create here because there are so many players this is just a massive install base that they can create top level games in here problem being dude you're still stuck with the fortnite characters when when mm. can we get our own characters in the world of whatever we create within fortnite right it's coming i don't know when but can you imagine you create your own character with a star wars setting feel all of a sudden mm -hmm. then like man like it's just and then captain america goes by <laughs> And Spider-Man slings through. <laughs> like, it, it just... <laughs> the, oh, it's, Fortnite oh. is just the ultimate Super oh. Smash Brothers of every game and every property and every... So to see the Disney jump on board, too, is interesting. I'm thinking, how long until we see a Fortnite movie produced by Disney? If it's not already under undergo. Well, it, right? Well, Fortnite does have their own cinematic story, lore, all that content in there to grab you from one yeah. season into the next. Dude, if you compile all that together wonder what that like if you watch that how long is that does it play out like a full-length movie at this point an hour and a half two hours long right because they're in now uh, i don't know what season they're at now but it just keep this season and then chapter one two three four right like it just keeps going but the yeah. world of avatar marvel star wars pixar disney stories like dude it's all here it is all here branching out for creative people to get in and create some amazing stories this is huge. Like, I don't think a lot of people may understand just how big of a movement this is. What this is going to do and how this is going to transform things. Man, I'm excited to see what oh. comes out of this. But when does it all happen, Scott? Oh, and one large company jumping in to... I, I think this is going to indicate what a lot of companies are going to do. Now that Disney jumps yeah. on board, I think you'll see a lot of other companies come to the table too. And I think this will be a very busy year for Epic Games. As if it's not already. <laughs> yeah, they're they're already unstoppable. So who else is jumping on board? We've already seen the NFL join them, right? They've had their own creative side of things. I think Walmart was there at one point, and iHeartRadio was there <laughs> too, right? Like you're pulling in some massive companies, but I don't know. This is huge. Scott, interesting news coming out of the FTC as they hit Microsoft with federal complaint over game division layoffs. Andy Chalk over PC Gamer. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission has filed a complaint with the Federal Appeals Court over Microsoft's plan to lay off 1,900 employees from its gaming division. You know, 1,900 employees is only a fraction of the thousands that have been laid off industry-wide, and you're just hitting on Microsoft? saying that the move contradicts Microsoft's commitment to maintaining the studio's operational independence while the FTC pursues its case against the merger. I, uh, Microsoft completed the takeover of Activision Blizzard in October of 2023, almost immediately after the UK's competition and market authority reversed direction and approved the deal. The US situation is a little more complicated. The FTC moved to block the takeover, but a request for the temporary injunction against it was denied, enabling Microsoft to move ahead and take over even though the FTC 
hadn't given it the green light. In essence, this means that if the FTC ultimately prevails against the deal, Microsoft will have to effectively unacquire Activision Blizzard, a move Microsoft said is ultimately successful argument wouldn't be a big deal because, quote, the post-merger company, Activision Blizzard, will be structured and operated in a way that would readily enable Microsoft to divest any or all of Activision businesses as robust market participants in the unlikely event that such a disvicture is ordered. End quote. Scott, that's a mouthful right there. So they can actually go back on the deal and Activision Blizzard can be back on the market? Interesting. Oh, that's... That sounds like the biggest quagmire of legal issues I've ever thought of. The idea that you can reverse the biggest deal that's gone through in history just because <sighs> there's problems pulled out later on. Now, th these problems are legitimate. I can understand that if Xbox had a plan that was part of the deal and now they somewhat can't fulfill that part of the deal, well, there's something wrong there. That That isn't right. But then again, at the same time, the... The industry and the world and everything is just so topsy turvy right now. Yeah, I don't know if it seems fair to hold Xbox to account when it comes to th all of the layoffs because as unfortunate as they are, it, it is happening industry wide. It's not just Xbox. Dude, we ended 2024 off with 10,000 industry wide layoffs. 10,000 people were laid off. We started 2024, so 2023 ends. 10,000 plus laid off 2024 begins we weren't halfway through january and there's already 5,000 layoffs mm. and you're gonna pinpoint microsoft it's not only our industry but industries around the world are laying people off the ftc should just pull their heads out of their tiny and figure it out but somebody up there i think just has a hate on for uh. microsoft and the games industry to be a part of doing this because I don't think they quite get how big all the layoffs are. And it's not just Microsoft. It sucks. Because, yeah, when you do acquire a company for $69 billion, you can't keep 1,900 of those people employed. Like, you're laying, you, have, you had to lay them off. That's a huge, huge move. But then there's restructuring, all this, that, and the other. You merge two massive companies. The Microsoft's a company of, like, 22,000 people. Plus. Right, and then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. now you get into nineteen hundred people. Nineteen hundred people ultimately is a small fraction of the company, but it's still nineteen hundred people affected. But man, I just, I thought we the were FTC, done. Scott. I really thought we were done with the FTC. It really seemed like we were. The FTC has popped yeah. up several times, kind of after seemingly being defeated. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there's really too much to worry about this one in particular, or if this is just another case of lawmakers don't understand exactly what's going on here and. That was brought to light throughout the entire FTC trial. So yeah, I think maybe oblivious. just somebody needs to, uh, somebody's going to get a memo and this might go away quietly, I think. Well, Andy Jock comments too. It seems pretty unlikely to me that the FTC has a hope of winning his case against the acquisition. Irrespective of Microsoft alleged maneuvering, it's pretty much a done deal at this point. Nevertheless, it deserves a fair shot at doing so. And I can understand why the agency would be a little miffed over the added layer of complication and entanglements. I understand that, but yeah, at the end of the day, man, this is just all part of our industry right now, and we're hoping it wraps up, but this does not help. They just, man, FTC, they, have they not seen Embracer? Like, if you want to talk about mm. a company, go to Embracer. You make people they laid off? Like, 
It's just odd to me, man. Very, very odd. Dude, I'm happy about this one, but I'm also curious because I want to know what else is happening. Marvel Spider-Man 2 update announced for March 7th. Dude, just after my birthday, Anthony Fortino over at Insider Gaming. According to a new post on Twitter, Insomniac Games will release a major new update for Marvel Spider-Man 2 on March 7th. The post reveals this update will add, quote, new game plus, new suits, and more, end quote. Insomniac's first announcement, new game plus, in December, but only confirmed a release window for early 2024. Today's post added the further details, but a complete list of features are coming closer to the release date. This could also include the precise time the update will roll out. Fans expected Insomniac Games to add new skins, and there are certainly plenty of classics to come from. Cosmetics can provide excellent fan service. However, players have requested New Game Plus feature since Marvel Spider-Man 2 first launched in October of 2023. This will allow players to run through the game again, so it's a major addition. Although Spider-Man 2 offers plenty of content, the game was a massive hit. It took the world by storm, selling mm -hmm. 5 million copies. Dude, I just kind of caught myself. I'm like, although yeah. Spider-Man 2 offers plenty of content, the game yeah, was, a, that's... That was a weird phrasing, right? Threw me right off. But it took the world yeah, by storm. Yeah, that's a strange sentence. <laughs> <laughs> selling 5 million copies in just 10 days. PlayStation's first themed console in a very long time also featured Marvel Spider-Man 2. The company even claimed it was their fastest selling exclusive. So most fans have likely completed the full campaign by now, including casual gamers. It's unclear. This is the part where I get into the and more, Scott. And what does mm -hmm. the more entail, right? New Game Plus doesn't matter to me, man. Like, I'm not a New Game Plus guy. I beat it. No. Dude, I've got my platinum. I'm good to go, right? Like, give me a reason to come back. I've beaten The Last of Us 1. I've beaten The Last of Us 2. I didn't go back to The Last of Us 1. The Last of Us 1 came out with a remaster. We all know that one. But we get into The Last of Us Part 2, you can go into the story, but the real hook for me was in no return mode, right? It had a whole other That's mode. Right, yeah. So what does Insomniac have up their sleeve to pull me back in for Spider-Man? That's the hook for me. New Game Plus, I know a lot of fans want it, but now at this point, man, it was October. Like a lot of people, when they beat the game, would then opt to go right back into it from the New Game Plus feature. Sometimes there's a trophy attached to that, which I hate. Um, but yeah, you're not a fan of that. That would be another dude, I, trophy or another platinum, yeah. you could say. Oh, well, it's just they tie that to the platinum sometimes, right? Okay, beat the game. Well, now right. beat it on New Game Plus. Like, um, Naughty Dog was notorious for beat the beat Uncharted on easy, hard, diff, like, and work your way up. It's just like, no, no, it's funny. It's I'm it's not how I play my games. I'm very the opposite of you, and it's probably because I'm a completionist. I look at the Ghost Runner New Game Plus has just released, I believe, yesterday. Yeah. And I'm going to check that for an achievement because if there is, whether there is or not, I know I'm going to go in and play that all over again. Yeah. But when it comes to Spider-Man 2, you know what you're getting into. It's not just a endless challenge kind of arena, so it doesn't work quite the same. I'm wondering if this will come with um, some sort of a boss fight rush, mm. boss rush mode, yeah. some sort of um waves of enemies some horde mode i mean that's kind of weird as a spider-man thing but it could work uh there's unless you're gonna add another character or a new land new area to go through i'm not sure what else he could do oh so spider-man in 2018 man had like four or five pieces of dlc so when you look at that roadmap 
And then we got into Miles Morales. There was no DLC, I believe. I'm almost positive on that one. And then for Spider-Man now, Spider-Man 2, where are we at? Are we into this DLC? Are we not into the DLC? The way it ended, it sets up for was presumptually a third game, right? We're going to get into a third. We already know it's coming due to the leak. Is this the Venom DLC? Well, is there's that side of it too, right? Because the Venom <laughs> actor came out and said, well, they didn't use a lot of my lines. <laughs> oh, yeah. so what does that mean? Does Venom get a spinoff? Like, dude, there's so many questions. Brian Intahar needs to come on the show and just kind of fill us all in. I think that would be really nice. Just saying, Brian. But it's one of those Working things, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you should join us. Man, come on. Uh, but it's one of those, where do you set up? How far is your roadmap? Dude, we talk about a roadmap all the time on the show. Because you need to keep people around. For Spider-Man 2, dude, it's one and done. When you've cleared it out, you cleared it out. You don't have to go back. Yeah, it's not a live service. No, exactly. So I'm done. What are you going to do to pull me back in? New Game Plus is not enough. New suits? Okay, I might download it. Check out the suits. What are you going to make me do to get those suits? New and, boss fights? Well, uh, but I don't... Here... <laughs> Dude, I don't like boss fights. <laughs> like, that's just that's me. Oh, no. I don't like boss fights. I'm playing a game right now for review. I'm like, I just want to get through the boss fight so I can continue on with the story, right? Oh, like, and I know what game that is. This that's... supposed to be the best part. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things. I just want to get through it because I just want to know the story. I just want to play the story. And the boss fight, I feel, is like just a roadblock which stops you, then you beat it, and you're like, okay, cool, which then unloads a little bit more story, which then sets up the rest of the game. I understand it. It's just my preference. If I could just skip the boss fights, I probably would at this point. I just have other oh, things to this do. Ex- this explains I- why you're not at the end of Elden Ring. <laughs> that's why I don't play Elden Ring, right? I feel like everything well, in fair. that game is a boss fight. So it's just like, no, I'm not that's doing true. this. That's true. Yeah, I'm not beating Same my head Same with Monster Hunter, however you like that. Dude, I love Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> ah, whatever i'm a complicated person there's a bit of a mystery going on here yeah <laughs> but it's cool that i'm happy for those who are going to get new game plus that they've been asking for dude they've been asked we've been asking for it from the very beginning but i wonder if, how many people is going to pull back if it's just new game plus and new suits but the and more really where i begin to question what is that are we getting dlc right there's so many things they can set up so many other side stories that they can get in with this and uh, a little disappearing cat, <laughs> Black Widow, oh. kind of thing. Like, what happened there? So, do we get her story? Do we get Venom? Do we get mm, Venom's counterpart? Mm. I'll leave it at that if you haven't beat the game. Okay, and okay. other things, right? So, there's a, there's a, just a thousand questions going off in my head right now. But, yeah, I'm definitely excited. March 7th really isn't all that far away, dude. It's just over a month now. Not even a month now. So, uh, a month as of yesterday. What do you do, right? Let's go. More Spider-Man. Hopefully more details here soon. We'll find out what that and more means. Scott, there's a couple games out today, buddy. What are we playing? The Inquisitor is on PC, Xbox Series consoles, and PlayStation 5. Shanghai Summer is on PC, PlayStation 4, 5, and Nintendo Switch. And Helldivers 2 releases today on PlayStation 5 and PC. Nice. And that'll wrap up today's show, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us. As always, this has been ITG Daily, the show that brings you the hottest in gaming news each and every day. We'll be back again tomorrow. I'm Drew. That's Scott. And we'll see you inside the game.